Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 192 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. What do you do when your work bestie has a health scare and can no longer drink alcohol? Well, Naturally, you create one of the best new non-alcoholic brands, and that is exactly what Rudy and Isla did. Rudy and Isla are here to share their hardships and how Parch non-alcoholic cocktails were created. This is such a fantastic episode. Let's get into it. Oh my gosh, we have two guests today. Rudy and Isla, what is going on? How are you guys? Great, Jessica. Nice to meet you. Great to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to talk to you and your guys' story. And of course, your amazing product, Parch, which we're going to get into. But first of all, I want to I want to set the stage. I want to get the background here and learn more about you guys and how your relationship is to alcohol. Like, how do you guys even identify? Can we start there? What does that look like? Yeah, certainly. Great to, uh, great to be here, uh, Jessica. Um, and this is a great space for it. I think, um, let me just uh, quickly start by saying that, uh, I mean, Parch is about a journey. Uh, Parch is about, it is the end result of a uh, personal situation that transpired throughout my um, professional life. And yeah. then I had the fortune to meet Isla and we mm, aligned on, on what we wanted to do and this came to life. So mm-hmm. um, we both come from the spirits industry uh, with yeah. the largest um, uh, spirits um, manufacturer in the world. Um, I spent uh, multiple years there. And um, uh, and particularly when I was um, in in New York, um, I faced a health issue. So mm. I had uh, an advanced. I was diagnosed with an advanced form of cancer um, <sighs> that really made me um, stop uh, this train of life and started to just thinking, okay, this is survival mode. 
how we yeah. can go about this. So everything changed. Everything was completely um, uh, distorting. I mean, it was completely changing my life and then turned upside down. And I went into treatment. Uh, I uh, I am here. So it was a successful one. It was a tough yeah. one, but a successful one that left me with um, many uh, wounds. But I am here, yeah. which is great to have a second chance in life. Uh, while I was recovering and while I was then starting to continue um, and resume my duties as a spirits um, marketer, and I was actually uh, leading the North American agave spirits, um, so all tequila mezcal for North America, I was right. then realized that my relationship um, uh, with many things in life had to be evaluated, re-evaluated. And one of those was like, I want to stop and pause drinking. I don't want to drink alcohol anymore. Um, wow. and, That's and so then... interesting. It's, it's funny. I don't mean to interrupt you, but like, you know, in a time of crisis like that, I feel like people could go either way. You know, they, they could either like really lay into the drinking because they're stressed out and they're terrified, right? Like of this life-changing situation or like you could completely reevaluate and, and readjust and come up with a new game plan. Exactly. I mean, what yeah. you do is you're looking to, okay, you want to preserve your life. What right. are the things that you need to do in order to you know, act more, uh, you know, according to that. So yeah. health-wise, so we're talking about it's not only alcohol. Uh, you sure. evaluate your sleep, your um, mm -hmm. exercise, your relationships, everything that you that happens around you. So it's a holistic view. But right. ethanol, ethanol intake is definitely one one of those that I was doing. I mean, I yep. was a professional at it. Yeah, <laughs> um, that, you were playing that, in the big leagues. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That that really made me just um, stop and think and change. So um, did that, and then I realized that well, if I want to be um, treated as an adult in a social drinking occasion or a social occasion, everything every time is you don't have uh, alternatives. You don't have mm, particularly you know anything but just soda water or soft drinks or, you know, sugary juices, you're not going to have something that is treating you like an adult. So I saw that train coming. I also realized my personal experience, uh, decided to separate from Diageo. Uh, and that's mm. why when I started to think, okay, I would like to transfer all my experience in the spirits industry into a non-alcoholic, more inclusive, more um, choiceful um, uh, repertoire for someone that, you know, just decides not to drink that night or that day for any reason, for any right. reason that they can do it. So then yeah. I um, I basically met up with um, Isla and then mm, magic started start to happen. So I'll leave it like that. <laughs> and I, then I, here I, we I, are. I continue. Mm -hmm. And here we are. And so today, Rudy, would you say that you're still alcohol free or what is that? What does your relationship look like with alcohol? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I, 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 once I decided to do it, I mean, I yeah. have to say like it, it's been five years uh, to the day wow. that I, and it's five years cancer free. So the day that Amazing. I was diagnosed and yeah. of course I went into treatment right away, surgery and, and, yep. and treatment and all that, it was like zero alcohol. That was my last drink. And I, yeah. it's been five years. And I have to say, I couldn't feel, you know, <laughs> better from in many yeah. aspects, you know, many mornings, many, I mean, I have young kids and 
Um, yeah. That is something that goes along with that. And also um, exercising and the way that I've been, that I'm able to stand a lot of the stress. It's funny, but how mm. even, even, you know, as stressful as life is and this business, of course, sure. bringing even more challenges, it's definitely something that you could, you could do. I think I wouldn't be able to do it if I'm also on that adding you know, a glass of uh, scotch or tequila uh, as yeah. well in my in my life. I mean, that's, that's something that why why to do that? So I rather I'd rather go into other things that are like you know great. I, I have my supplements. I have my things that you know help me, right. uh, you know, with my you know health and wellness in general. And and I feel good. I mean, life is is hard, uh, so you should not make it harder. Yeah. Oh. Definitely. And I think drinking, you know, is, is, has this, I don't know, this facade or fantasy around it that like life is going to be easier. You're going to be so much more easy going with a couple drinks. Like, no, that's, yeah. that's not yeah. the case in a lot, in a lot of cases. It's like, mm, exactly. it's a little and, harder and- to get up. <laughs> yeah. oh it, it, it does and and yeah. i and i respect and i you know we're inclusive as a company we we sure. know that uh non-alcoholic uh adult beverage drinkers are also drinkers of alcohol like they are yep. not and 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 that's great it's great that they are able to mix they're able to understand that you know sometimes it's different occasions and mm-hmm. you know but hopefully they everyone does it in a responsible way and does it in a way that you know they feel great and it works for them um, mm. My case is particular, but I, I know that Isla she 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 basically balances out um, things, and and, yeah. and that is also I mean that's exactly what we are. We are a representation of 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 the marketplace. Definitely, yeah, and I think that's really important, Rudy, that you mentioned that. Like, there isn't an enemy here, right? And there isn't sides. There isn't like this per like this against that. You know, it's what you what feels good for you and yourself and your relationship and how you know like you're the person you have to go to bed with every night you know how how are you feeling accountable to yourself like do your choices make you feel good and if not like let's maybe mix it up like have throw a couple parches in there through you know yeah you know <laughs> there's exciting. i think there's options there's always options and having more options is just going to make this better i i would i would say easier but like just better and more and you've a word that you have said a couple times now is inclusive and i think that's really you kind of nailed it yeah it's inclusive of everyone everyone's relationships where they're at you're just there you're you're an option for them i love that yeah yeah thanks rudy Ayla, tell me about uh, your relationship with alcohol. Speaking of being inclusive, <laughs> what does that look like? You know, it's it's always so emotional hearing Rudy's story because that's you know at the at the heart of of this journey that we're on. But he's lived it. Um, mine is, yeah. is is different, and I've worked it. I've worked in the industry pretty much my whole career, um, mm-hmm. starting in wine, moving into beer. Um, and then running innovation for, again, the largest spirit company in the world and coming up with new propositions for them. But for 20 years of my career, I was pretty steeped in the booze industry. Um, yeah. But my the angle that I always took, and it was looking at trends, really speaking to consumers, speaking to the trade and trying to see what was next. So my role was innovation, coming up with yeah. new brands and new propositions. And I just have been hearing for so long 
how consumers wanted different choices and they wanted mm. more options, like you said. Um, and hearing how they were very underserved, and I'm very strongly driven by inclusivity, which is, is what you said, making sure people's needs are met by propositions. And yeah. this, this, this tidal wave was coming. I mean, I was talking to people in Australia, in Europe, and in the US. And the common thread was initially better for you options. Some you saw come through plant okay. alternatives, dairy alternatives, another category, analogs. But in alcohol, it was still very um, traditional. And there's beer, wine, and spirits. And spirits starts at 40% alcohol. I mean, it's Oof. such a high number of, of such a high potency. Yeah. Um, and people really don't understand what that means. And the most powerful thing, um, you know, in my in my personal journey in alcohol, I had alcoholism in my family. My grandfather died of alcoholism. Um, mm. A lot of my family members have worked for Guinness. I'm, I'm originally Irish. Um, you know, alcohol it, it, it is steeped in me. But I also, my parents were really open, brought me up at a very European understanding of drinking around food, water, daytime, family cross generational. So it was never something that was hidden or taboo. Um, it was very well understood that it can be a crafted proposition. It is, you do need to consume it responsibly. And over the last couple of years, decade or so, you just, and it is youth culture as well, you know, seeing how they engage in this category. It's a toxin. It's an addictive toxin. It is, um, compromising on your neurosystem. The choices we're making are not often good. People are getting into bad situations and right. it really wasn't being handled responsibly by the drinkers because they were unable to, because it is compromising their decision-making process. Yeah. Um, and that really, really bothered me that there was young people, 18 in Europe, 21 here, just engaging this category where it is very much pitched as sexy and successful and glamorous. And sure. when you become an adult, that's what you do. Right. And I'm so, yeah, and I'm so motivated by consumers by bartenders, by the industry who are pushing back on that. They were the mm. ones saying, people are coming up to me asking me for, you know, not non-alcoholic options. I don't really have that much to give them. So, you know, that was that was a couple mm. of years of research, talking to consumers, talking to bartenders, and yeah. trying to figure out a better solution that didn't feel like a compromise, didn't compromise on people's values, yeah. didn't compromise on um, the taste experience, the branding, the packaging, which, yeah. which, which you will see in part, we are trying to equate ourselves with, you know, the best consumer packaged goods out there. Yeah. Um, not just alcohol. The taste should be adult. The packaging mm-hmm. should be aspirational and fun. Um, the ingredients have integrity. And the story is really born of a, a terroir that's interesting, the Sonoran Desert. Um, but we took mm. all our learning, you know, years of working in the industry to create a proposition that just felt right for, for now. It's a very modern way of looking at how people are drinking without judgment, being yeah. inclusive, no trade-offs. Um, and it's just the beginning. This journey and the people we speak to every day yeah. are the ones, like you, with, with podcasts, but retailers, with NA liquor shops, yeah. bartenders, so, sober bartenders. Um, I've never felt more motivated in creating a proposition than the community that's behind this. Um, and yeah. as Rudy said, I, I drink. I enjoy alcohol. I enjoy it responsibly. But sure. I changed my relationship with alcohol. I don't need to drink every night of the week. I don't need to drink consistently. I'll I'll pace it up with a parch in between things. I'll right. I, I say I'm a, a fast talker and a slow drinker. I just I don't <laughs> guzzle things down. Um, 
it is, it does take a lot of responsibility on consuming alcohol. And okay. we're trying to put out more options so people have better choices and are more aware um, mm. of what they're consuming. Yes, better choices. I love that. So you guys got together. Tell me how this magic happened. Tell me why you chose what you chose. You know, you, you touched on it a little bit. We were talking about adaptogens and all the different ingredients and making an adult beverage. How does that come together? I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com A-S-G-G today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash A-S-G-G. Um... I'll jump in here first, really, but, but feel free to add. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> I mean, I love building brands. I love seeing brands out in the marketplace and, and understanding why they connect psychologically with consumers, why they break through in a competitive marketplace. But yeah. brands for me always have to start at the point of truth and the person, and that person was Rudy at the heart of this. So he referenced early on, he was yeah. running the Agave portfolio for the largest spirit company in the world, primarily right. Don Julio um, and, the, and, and some new mezcal brands. Um, and when you dig underneath agave and you see some of the trends that are fueling it, the, the lore and the heritage and the history and the terroir from which it comes, mm -hmm. um, it is an incredible agricultural prop from Mexico mm. um, currently. But there is there is options being grown in, in the in the U.S. as well. Okay. Um, but agave, and not many people know this, but it, it needs to technically grow for eight years before it's harvested, and then it doesn't naturally regrow once it's cut wow. or harvest harvested it doesn't regrow it's not like grapes or wheat right. or corn um so now we're if anyone is aware of the, the alcohol trends agave is pretty much the hottest spirit out there tequila and mezcal and okay. so you can imagine the demand on uh, mexican agave is at the highest it's ever been 
Sure. That also puts immense pressure on the terroir and the people who are harvesting it. Um, and sometimes that leads to shortcuts. Um, people taking shortcuts, mm-hmm. people harvesting too early, um, monoculture crops, which then have a risk of bringing insect populations into the into the mix and just p- putting people and the planet at a detriment. So sure. we wanted to really expand beyond the potency and the, the the power that we believe is in the agave plant, but look at what grows around us. We are okay. very um, inspired by sustainability and complementary planting. So when we look at the terroir, people are very aware of the Mediterranean or even the Hudson Valley or Napa. Um, yep. And, you know, we see olive oil and cannabis coming out of Napa and beautiful, you know, farm to table stories. But around the agave, which grows in highlands and desert regions, there's actually incredible biodiversity that is still quite unknown um, in the mainstream. Oh. So we we went down to Arizona. Uh, we looked at some domestic agave crops and we looked at the terroir and what else grows around in that desert environment. You know, okay. our adaptive crops, we're very aware the planet's warming up. Um, and we discovered prickly pears and beautiful desert botanicals, aloe, really smart, smart, like how nature has basically solved for some of these crises through adaptation over time. Um, and so we wanted to really bring that story into our product and into our recipes. So we work with, um, agave at the core of our proposition. So it is never fermented into alcohol. We use organic blue rubber agave. We source it from the Jalisco Highlands, the same location um, that they source for the world's finest tequilas. Okay. And then we layer in desert fruits, botanicals, herbs that are complementary um, and that mm. kind of supporting the biodiversity around around that terroir. Um, yeah. We currently we also use three parts of the agave plant. It's important to know that we try and maximize our use of this crop. So we use agave fiber. Okay. Um, and we use an agave bitters that we create. So there's three parts of agave at the core. And then we layer in to our two cocktails that exist. Again, a delicious, um, rich, adaptogenic uh, and powerful plants and botanicals that just feel good in your body. They taste mm. delicious. They're all healthy for you. There's no toxins. We're not you know, causing stress on your liver or your uh, neurocortex. Um, we should be able to indulge in adult tastes and beverages that are not compromising our health um so i'll let rudy talk about the two profiles that we have but agave is at the core and we then build around it with these beautiful rich plants that come from nature that's so interesting i love that yeah so there's this story you know all the story um behind it i mean and there's um we we had a, a a book as well that we reference a lot it was mm-hmm. like alcohol in ancient Mexico, and we look at what has been the um, of the journey of alcoholic drinks over time in that right. area, and how early settlers they were having um, different non-alcoholic beverages made, like teas and, and things that were infused differently, and yeah. then fermentation and distillation with colonization came and all of that. Right. But it really just tells the story and paints the picture that. You can do, I mean, the best to what you got, what you have, mm-hmm. and you can do, and you really can create things around that specific area, even though to the naked eye, you think that is quite uh, difficult. But the two products that we have, so we mm-hmm. created two products. So we have, one is more of a, um, it's called Prickly Paloma. Uh, okay. And what it is, is um, a beautiful, uh, you know, combination, as we call it, of prickly pear, 
with the blue or agave. And we take three parts of agave. We don't take only the agave nectar, like the syrup. Right. We just do also use the agave inulin, which is the fiber, the natural fiber that goes in there. Okay. Um, that's going to help us with a bit of the mouthfeel. And also yeah, we have agave bitters. So we use mm. and take some of that and as well make sure that there's some, um, uh, you know, I, would, I call it like extraction of flavors uh, yeah. around that. So um, we have that. And then we mix it with, uh, I mean, certain some botanicals with hibiscus, with jicama. Uh, we mm. also have it with, uh, you know, grapefruit, uh, grapefruit bitters. Mm. So that creates that, um, uh, that flavor, that taste profile uh, yeah. that is a little more complex and unique. And we just replace the ethanol, as, as Isla was saying, with adaptogens. And this um, uh, stack of adaptogens is something that we work with. Uh, someone um, that that really knows uh, this and, yeah. and, and, and is uh, a naturopathic doctor and really um, give us a sense of exactly what would be um, a good uh, stack, uh, basically, on, on, on okay. adaptogens. So this is it. And the flavor, and the flavor is a more of a zesty, more of a fruity flavor. So mm-hmm. it's a prickly paloma. Uh, so that. it's a prickly pear. It's a pal- paloma usually are like, you know, they are like grapefruit, uh, of course. Right. But this one is a completely is a different. Our drinks are by design different. We don't want to uh, copy, mirror, imitate anyone else. I mean, we don't sure. want to say we're launching the new tequila, they're launching right. the new rum. Uh, you know, respectfully, we think that there's a, a role for that, but we don't want to sure. play in that. Um, the second You're in a league of your spa- own. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's just a better, like, the, the benchmark. And that's what, you know, for, you know, hundreds of years, people are used to alcoholic beverages. So right. I think it's time that we create something that is a new taste for it. Definitely. Um, which is not an easy feat, but that is what we're trying to just give consumers a bit of a different uh, view. And then the spice piñorita that I have here. Okay. I mean, uh, the same. We have, like, uh, roasted pineapple, lime, Ooh. cayenne pepper. So... Uh, and, yes. and again, of course, all the agave. So what it does is it really provides a smoky, um, smoky, and also a spicy um, note, uh, yeah. which is prevalent. I mean, it's not when you taste it, you really feel it. That is something that is like if you were having a full, complex, great tasting drink um, right. or cocktail. Uh, that's that's exactly what it is. It's a mix and uh, a adult beverage. So that's that's how it is. And, and we've had like for both of them. Um, you know, great uh, feedback from consumers. I mean, there's mm. definitely some consumers that gravitate to other ones, uh, to, sure. to the spice piñarita because they like a more fuller flavor. The one that likes a little more of a fruity, uh, bittersweet taste, I mean, that's what they want, the prickly paloma. So those are the definitely. two products that we have. We're working on new, uh, of course, RTD uh, ready-to-drink expressions. And we also have um, something else, under our sleeve that will be in, uh, next, <laughs> next year next year so hopefully okay. it all comes uh, it goes well yeah that's amazing and when did you guys start part like when did you launch when you change your relationship with alcohol you realize you have so many hours in the day i love to dedicate my time to skincare and osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. 
My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. Um, it was late June. Uh, we had oh, uh, we of this year. Yeah, this is, this is mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> this is this is brand new. Wow. This is brand, yeah, this is brand new, and, and we've had. I mean, I have to say, great momentum. Um, mm-hmm. There has been a lot of recognition from the industry, from um, uh, different players in in the industry, from bartenders, um, as well from uh, industry like media. And also yeah. from consumers, um, so we nice. are um, quite excited that that people are starting to to try us and and really give us um, uh, that endorsement. And yeah. we launched so we launched in late June. We started with one um, one uh, specific uh, account, um, so they were great to us, uh, Foxtrot, and we were yeah. right away in twenty one locations, and and that's where we started to see it. And then from there we went to all the bottle. Uh, non-alcoholic shops yeah. um, that are popping up, as you know. Um, in How York, amazing in, are those? In LA. Oh, they're, they're phenomenal. So cool. Yeah. I love they're, they're, It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's it's just such an amazing way to see consumers pushing back on what has always been there. Yeah. Um, you know, why was... It, 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 there's a quirk in New York, which many people may not know, but in New York State, it is still illegal, totally illegal to sell non-alcoholic products, whether that's water, whether that's sparkling water, whether it's soda what? or mixers in a liquor store. It is absolutely illegal. You can't actually even put it on trucks for some dist- distributors. Um, it's a hangover wow. from prohibition. I mean, yeah. how does that how does that communicate anything about responsible drinking when you can't even have a mixer um, totally. sold alongside a foolproof spirit? It's crazy. Um, but as a result, people decided to create a, a standalone store that would sell non-alcoholic products. And that has over 200 SKUs and brands in those stores. It's, it's mind blowing. And it allows a place for education, a yeah. safe space where people feel that they are um, kind of welcome and not, uh, you know, not, not surrounded by some of the things that they have had trouble with in the past, mm-hmm. um, but a place for discovery, which is really wonderful. But that's kind of what this industry is. And you said it at the start as well, it's not only inclusivity, but it's just thinking differently about how we should treat adults and entertaining and socializing. It doesn't yes. have to always be in a pub um, around lots of alcohol. Um, normalizing this, destigmatizing the cho- choice to drink or not drink is absolutely fundamental. I think it's the role of pretty much every brand that we speak to in this space. Yeah. Building community across the, the brands is really important. So we love working with partners and beers, other NA spirits, NA cocktails. We're yeah. all trying to do something really positive for society. 
and the liquor store owners, the non-alcoholic bottle shops are just an incredible, they did not exist two years ago. That's what's so no. fascinating. That is over it's 30, wild. 40. It's wild. Yeah. 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 It's so, so cool to see. And then I love it. Like it also brings opportunity for people to, you know, start their own businesses and because they have a passion or they have a personal story behind it. It's just another outlet of like, okay, well, this is also an option of like how you can provide for your family. How great is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. that's, that's, I mean, the community around it is just incredible. Yeah. Um, we've had the, the, the fortune to just speak directly to, to, you know, a lot of them. Um, yeah. And they all have great stories. They all have a reason why, and they really want to, want to do this. Of course, it's a, it's a way of living, but it also yeah. is, it's kind of a service. They cater and they, they bring also mm. the other brands, uh, I mean, through this and, and it's great. And we have, I mean, the great, great, uh, formidable competitors there. Like there's yeah. none like wine, uh, none of, uh, of course, uh, aperitifs and none of, um, beer. Uh, and we play in the cocktail or ready to drink, um, non-alcoholic. Right. And we feel that, yeah, we, we play a, a role there as well. That is, uh, important for, uh, to have in those, shop, in those shops. Definitely. I, I'm just kind of thinking back to like when you guys were with Diageo, like I I can imagine like the feedback from customers is very different and like probably not as rewarding. Like, okay, cool. Like this tequila worked. Like I got drunk. Like what? Like it's so funny. Just, you know, <laughs> like the different feedbacks and like, I don't know. How does that make you guys feel? Well, I, you know, I, I still work in the liquor industry and it's it's okay. really interesting. I still work from a consulting perspective in the, in the liquor industry and I have yeah. many friends there and, you know, enjoy seeing new new brands and products, but nobody needs another bourbon. Nobody needs another no. tequila or vodka. Those shelves are, there's some beautiful stories there and there is some history to some of those brands. There's some sure. also novelty to some of them, but right. it's not a need. No one needs alcohol. No one needs more of these products. Um, yeah. And that's why, we do feel we're doing a service. We're solving a real need for consumers. And overall, we're causing, along with everyone else in the in the NA space, causing reappraisal um, of how society interacts with alcohol. Yeah. That's the biggest goal. The biggest goal is that, and that's where, you know, at the end of the day, that's where the money is. If we can swap out water and soda and bring joy and pleasant adult beverages to more people more times of the week, yeah, they're not going to be drinking alcohol and putting toxins in their body. That's better yeah. for everyone. That's better for the health system. That's better for the the significant number of, of deaths and, and drink driving and issues that we have in our society that are, are attributed to alcohol. Yeah. Um, so it is. it really is better for everyone that non-alcohol becomes a really legitimate and sizable industry across the world. And that's what we're seeing, yeah. you know, whether it's in Australia, as we were talking about earlier, um, and Europe, the momentum is building. The shelf sets are changing. The cold case is changing. Um, it was initially, you know, a conversation about direct-to-consumer. We can ship across state lines. That's really interesting. Okay. But really, we need to win at the grocery store. We need that normalized part of the shopping mm. experience to be to be mainstream. Um, it's still kind of a novelty. I still hear from people all the time. Oh, I've never heard of that thing, right. non-alcoholic. What is that? Or how do you make it? Right. But because the consumer reaction, and we'll see in dry January, it will be the biggest um, dry January ever. 
And some of those things are um, time bound. So it's for a month, but they start changing habits. And that's what we're really all about. We're changing habits for the better. We should be eating less meat in our diet. We should be more conscious about our plastic consumption. Um, We should drink more water. You know, there's basic things we all know we should do. But when they're a compromise, they taste less good. They look look Mm kind of juvenile. They're still full of sugar and official flavors. You don't make those choices. The sugar. Um, God. Yeah. Or like pumped with stevia or something. Or like aspartame that just, ugh no (laughs) and and often sometimes the branding looks childish or juvenile or too feminine and we've won awards on our branding but we've been very conscious to make sure it's aspirational inclusive feels as good as grabbing it out of a cooler like a craft beer like a cool soda or better for you functional beverage we want to be you know in that world and, and pushing the category to be equivalent to even sometimes cooler than what what you know what you were grabbing before because it feels like it's some ingredients that are a bit more intriguing adaptogens are very trendy but they're also grounded in ancient proof points of of helping against stress relief helping with stress relief um and everyone together moving this industry creating language which doesn't even exist sober curious is like a very new term and people still call us mocktails which is fine we don't like that language because it is it feels demeaning and less than and we're definitely not less than we want to put more than everything more than ingredients more than design we want to be a full robust taste experience into yeah. our proposition so mocking something makes it seem like it's less than a, a, a true cocktail mm. um and the highest praise we can get if you said this at the beginning you know how did you develop these drinks we tasted everything out there and you know right. personally we both my myself from a um drinker or alcohol beverage cocktail consumer perspective and Rudy from not drinking we're not happy with what we tasted and wanted to set a new standard um and and that's what we hope we've done with Parch. I love that well yes where are you guys where can we find Parch and you have been so generous to give our listeners a promo code for 20% off where can where can we get some Parch um, so we can, um, uh, you can get it directly, uh, from our, you know, e-commerce site at drinkparch.com. Okay. Perfect. Um, you can also get it through Amazon and you can also support our amazing, um, local, uh, you know, customers, uh, local accounts, uh, in your cities, all the different non-local stores. We have, um, a, we have a, a functionality in our site that tells you where to find us and you'll see us there we are in 162 i think wow at the moment and that's amazing (laughs) thank you we've been working day in day out i mean yeah isla isla is uh, the queen of uh, (laughs) dm and and instagram and and really finding uh, the, the right accounts to be and engaging with them and it is a process it takes time yeah um, for us to really just get to the point that somebody can just um taste it love it and all that and they're quite discerning uh right. and and this goes back to your earlier question about like how we um how is the, the feedback for our product and how is that interaction like i think right now i never in my professional career i never had such an intimate um in, mm. you know relationship in terms of like understanding what other uh, people feel about our product and what they say about it and how yeah. they 
radars and 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 there might be some that feel like you know what i will pass on this for this reason or 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 that reason i mean i'm not i mean we are you know are you non-gmo i'm like we're not we we hope but we cannot find in the supply chain that type of thing so if that's your thing well i'm I'm sorry we we will strive to that as well but it is the, the the engagement and the relationship with every um single you know customer and consumer it's been phenomenal experience it's been mm. um quite phenomenal and i you know i have to give <laughs> you know Isla Isla is, is 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 an amazing um communicator as you as you can see as you can yeah. witness and she's uh, the same way i mean writing and and, and engaging with anybody definitely thank I you thank it. you really but i would i just i would just want to ask it's very humbling to have such a direct relationship with people um, yeah. especially the people who are at the beginning of this journey who have chosen um to remove alcohol from their life, I feel very privileged sure. to be able to offer them a fantastic, cons- well-considered, highly crafted proposition and not something that's just purple sparkling water or sparkling mm. water with some adaptogens added in. We've been yeah. very conscious in, at every stage of this journey to respect the drinker, especially drinkers who come to sobriety from a very challenging past. Um, right. And that's really, it's really important to say, yes, we're for alcohol drinkers to add into their repertoire but alcoholism and people who have been through dark places with um and are now hopefully you know in a better place it is a very challenging or rudy's experience very you know traumatic time and there is a huge respect that we have to have for a drinker which is absolutely nothing like i've experienced in in the alcohol industry itself yeah definitely um i will put the promo code in our show notes and I cannot wait to try some parch myself. Very excited. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for your time and your experience and sharing your knowledge with us. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. It was so fun to chat with you, Jessica. Thank you. This is a classic when life gives you lemons, you make the best, most delicious non-alcoholic cocktail out of them. As always, thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, and leave your feedback about the podcast. We love to hear your comments. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at A Sober Girls Guide and head over to asobergirlsguide.com. Dry January is coming and our group coaching enrollment is now open. If you are looking to change your relationship with alcohol, get on it. Head to asobergirlsguide.com now. We have tips and tricks for every stage of your booze-free journey. We got your back, girl. Head to asobergirlsguide.com. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.